Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of The Brotherly Gist. My name is Tayo, and I'm the host of this podcast series. If this is your first time here, why don't you hit the subscribe button? That way, you'll become an official member of our notification squad, and you'll be notified each time a new episode drops. If you are a returning listener, thank you once again for tuning back in. This show really wouldn't be the same without you. As always, please continue to spread the word and positive vibes by sharing, liking, subscribing to this podcast. And if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating, preferably five stars. Also leave a positive comment down below. Let me and the guys know what you like and what you enjoy most about the show. Also note that we're officially on Instagram. So be sure to follow the brand new Instagram page at The Brotherly Gist, where we will be posting some exciting content. We'll be doing polls, Q&As, some live streams and so much more. So be sure to go ahead and follow the page if you're not doing so already. Now, with that all being said and done, let's hop into this week's BG Awards and Topic of the Week. So if you tune into last week's episode, you'll know that this is a brand new segment of the show in which we award a virtual trophy to an individual who has done something remarkable or something that's worth noting. Now, this week's decision on who to award the BG Hero Award to was a bit of a tough one. I was initially going to award it to Michael B. Jordan, aka Killmonger from Black Panther. For those who don't know, Michael B. Jordan is dating a very beautiful model named Lori Harvey. And rather than gift her basic-ish, like chocolate and flowers, like some of us basic men did this past Valentine's Day, the brother man decided to buy her stocks and gift her share certificates into a luxury brand company called Hermes. I mean, this is quite dope. But the mere fact that this isn't unique, and we've actually seen Kanye West do something similar for his wife, or ex-wife Kim Kardashian is the only reason why Michael B. Jordan doesn't get the BG Hero of the Week award. Something that is a first though is that this week we had our first African and the first woman to become the leader of the World Trade Organization. Yes everybody, I'm talking of none other than Akonjo Iwela. Once again, we have another remarkable person hailing from Africa breaking ground in her line of work. Ngozi Okonjo-Iwela is a Nigerian-American economist and international development expert. She sits on the boards of Standard Charter, Twitter, Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunization, and the African Risk Capacity, just to mention a few. And this past week, she added to that impressive list by becoming the first female an African to lead the World Trade Organization. This is quite a remarkable achievement, and I can't think of anything or anyone else this past week who has done something to top that feat. For that reason, this week's BG Hero Award goes to Ngozi Okonjo-Iwela. Big ups to you, madam. So this week's topic is a continuation of last week's conversation in which me and some of the guys discuss some of the lessons that can be learned from the movie Malcolm and Marie. 
We discuss concepts such as fighting forward and how best to handle conflict resolution. If you haven't heard that episode, I'd recommend that you listen to that in order to have some context. This week, we continue the conversation and try to ascertain amongst other things whether it's actually your job to make your partner happy. I share my personal opinion at the end of the conversation, but listen on to hear what the other guys have to say with regards to the matter. As always, please do let us know your thoughts and opinions by commenting down below or letting us know via DM or on the official Instagram page what your views on the matter is. Enjoy this week's conversation. Maybe Ken and Andrew, seeing as you guys didn't speak, you know, on the last point, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel that there should be certain things about your personal life, be it, you know, in the past or even presently that you shouldn't feel the need to necessarily share with the person you're in a relationship with or in a marriage with, if it can be used as leverage against um, you in future arguments so, or fights? Yeah, let me, yeah, I'll, I'll go first and then Andrew can go. Um, so... Sure. <laughs> Okay, but firstly, when you said the per- the person you were dating, oh, you said dating. Okay, because I thought you were. Okay, because I thought you were talking about me. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm joking. So, so, wow. so um, the the, the thing, you know I always have to just Can like you know? it was getting too serious. You and TJ just made everyone ponder about their lives. Eh? Um. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, I was yeah, like, hey, bro, me, I've been fighting. I don't know which one is forward or backwards, bro. But it, <laughs> <that> is funny. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, but no. On the on on the real now, like I think um, it, it's very it's very interesting. So I I have a view that you know, and this is my own opinion, right? I have a view that you shouldn't keep things from your partner. Um, because I, I believe it sets a precedent, right? So I think, um, you know, if, if you and your partner are having like a really vulnerable session, right, where you're, you know, you're sharing about your past, or you're sharing about certain aspects and, and mind you, like, I'm like, it's fine to do that before marriage, during marriage. Like it, it's, it, I don't think it has to be something that like you discuss before and then you say, oh, we've discussed it, never bring it up again. Um, but I think it, I think, I think it's, I think it needs to be, um, dynamic. I think you need to discuss it. Um, and you, you, and you should be open to telling your partner everything about yourself because, um, in the, the issue is not whether your partner will use it against you. The, 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 the thing here is about your, your ability to be honest with the person that you're in a relationship with. So an example that I can use is, you know, certain people will say, I don't want to give some, give some money to somebody on the side of the road because they'll use it for drugs. Right. Um, it's not our job to um, necessarily make judgments on, on what somebody else is going to use that money for. I mean, the money that you're giving your bank, you don't know whether your bank is financing some human trafficking operation somewhere, right? Um, the the only thing we've been told to do is or called to do is to yes. be charitable and to give. So so from your perspective, I don't think you should take the stance of 
there is a potential that my partner can use this piece of information against me because what you begin to do is justify certain aspects of not revealing things or, or, or leaving things out or omitting certain information throughout your marriage. And you'll be able to do that with ease by telling yourself that, yeah, no, 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 she's going to use this against me. So like, like TJ, like so aptly said, if you have a concept of never using the word, never or always right in your relationship then you need not worry because what you need to be doing and i fundamentally agree with that concept by the way tj um uh, you you shouldn't you, you you shouldn't then be worried about the fact that it happened on one occasion i'm telling you in marriage and i and, and i've only been married for almost two years right like I'll tell you from the experience that I've seen with my parents, like there's absolutely nothing under the sun <laughs> that your partner is not going to say to in 50 years of marriage. Even that one that you made, like even that one you made 104, like you just also have <laughs> to have in the back of your mind that there might be where the person slips up and like get right. Forgiveness, reconciliation is the utmost a number one um, thing that you need yourself to be able to do in a marriage. So I don't think you should go into a relationship saying, okay, um, yeah, I'm not telling her this because she might, because she might. What you're doing is actually restricting mm. her ability someone better than the person you perceive her to be, right? So so, wow. so by, wow. you know, by wow. saying that, oh, she's really... You know, so by saying that you're, you're, you're she's gonna do this, you're gonna do that. You're, you're, you're almost in some way restricting God's grace in her, right? So just be honest um, and tell her, like, this is this, this is that. Um, absolutely establish those boundaries, like Andrew said. Make sure you talk about them. There is a hotline these things, but you know, like individual couples are different. There is a universal line of what is toxic and what is not, and what is respectful in a relationship and what is not. That you know, there's like a divine line on that. But I think couples need to then make sure themselves, like TJ was saying, as long as they're fighting forward and they're moving closer to that line where, you know, that we all know is right and wrong. Like if they're moving closer to that line where it's, I now know what he's about. I now know what she's about. We fought this time, but we probably won't fight with the same approach the next time or in the same way the next time, because we figured out these certain elements about each other. We're not fighting for the sake of fighting, but we're fighting for the, with the sake of trying to improve and better our, our understanding of one another. So, so yeah. So I don't think there's, that's that's my summary. I don't think you should, I don't think it's a fair um, excuse to 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 keep things from someone. For, you know, like it's almost like you're waiting for them to fail, type thing. Deep man, bars man, bars. Any big deal? Oh, man. That's 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 really deep, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. I, I, I don't mm. even know what to say, man. <laughs> you and TJ mm. came with some massive mm. home runs <laughs> with these last two yeah. months, man. Uh, Andrew, no I feel like yeah. I should have gone first. <laughs> you know? uh, I don't feel like I should have gone first, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then I'm just a guy coming. Wait, wait, wait. 
<laughs> um, actually, I really do. I agree with, with everything. Right? Um, there isn't much to add. Just two points, maybe. Um, so there was some other when I was growing up, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a, uh, advice that my mom gave me, and I take that everywhere. Um, something had happened, right? But I'd kept things in my heart, and um, without going to specifics, someone did something. And I said something out of turn, but it was true, right? Uh, but it was kind of hurtful, right? And okay. my mom basically said, you know, anger, because we all, we're human beings, right? Like, we're always going to make mistakes. No one's perfect, right? Um, but anger always swells up. So when you say something without actually trying to calm down and um, and think about what you're trying to say, you you may not be wanting to hurt the, the person, right? You're not say, doing it with the intention of hurting them, but what you say is going to hurt them, right? So it's always important yeah. before you speak, especially when you're angry, like your emotions are, are running high, just relax, take a second mm. to kind of um, think about it because once it's out, like Gideon was saying, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't take it back. Regardless of how many times you apologize and you say, you know, you didn't mean it, you've, you've hurt the person, Right. So um, th- th- that's why it's, it's definitely important to, I mean, everyone fights, but it's definitely important to always keep that in mind. Um, and then to what Ken was saying, I'm not sure about you guys, right? But with Tam and I, she's virtually an extension of me, right? So it doesn't oh, really make oh. sense. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense for me to basically say, oh, I'm not going to tell her this because she might hold something or she might use it against me one day or whatever the reason is, because that means I'm in essence saying I don't trust myself. Mm. Right. It, it, so for me, mm. the question itself doesn't, but, but it deep, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. That's deep, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 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 So for in the, in that sense, um, a, a relationship, Mm-hmm. However way it is, right? I mean, you disappoint yourself. You might say, like how we were talking the other day, we're going to wake up early to go to gym and you don't go to gym, right? That's a that's a disappointment. Yeah. yeah right? And it goes back to what... <laughs> it goes back to what, what um, I think TJ and Gideon were saying also in, in the sense of like uh, managing expectations and just, just being real, um, real with yourself, right? So... Um, with the same thing goes with relationships, whether it's between us as friends or us and our partners, um, it's always important to to not limit what it is because love in, in that sense, in, in essence, mm-hmm. has no limits, right? So you can't say, I'm going to go this far, yeah, that's as yeah. far as I'm going to take it. After mm-hmm. that, I don't trust, right? So yeah, that's 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 for me. Another home run. run. Yeah. Another home run. Well done. Well done. At least three home runs in a three home runs in a row. Well done, guys. Like <laughs> I, I literally have nothing to say after that, man. I'm just absorbing everything you guys yeah. are, <laughs> are saying, man. Some 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 deep stuff. But you know, Andrew, you, you you spoke about expectations now, and it actually just kind of got me thinking again back to this movie. Um, you know, there were there's a scene in the movie where you know Marie the, the the girl complains to to Malcolm about the fact that you know he she he didn't cast her as the lead in his movie um which is obviously inspired by her actual life you know she's evidently like very upset and hurt by that 
and it just got me thinking how sometimes we we enter relationships like you and TJ mentioned at the very beginning with the expect the expectation that you know this is where we will find happiness and and fulfillment from you know so i just like to hear from all of you guys you know maybe some quick points is it your job to make your partner happy you know and is it and what i mean by that like is it your job to make your partner happy in their own personal life you know and is it fair for your partner to kind of like expect you to carry the weight of ensuring their happiness when really you know you've also got your personal way to carry as so, well i think yeah. should answer that. it's not it's not a simple <laughs> binary answer of yes or no um you can't expect that mm. someone that you share your life with will not have that much of an impact on your emotions or your happiness so f- for that reason i can't say no um but at the same time hmm. you know someone someone said that the marriage of love is you know we are in this life we are on individual journeys and then god brings us together um you know for us christians god brings us together to share that companionship right um and because two is better than one but you know even taking it to people who don't believe in god who are agnostic or atheist um the the fact remains that you are on an individual journey so no one absolutely no one should have that sole responsibility mm-hmm. of making you happy they can have an impact on your happiness mm. but ultimately you your journey is yours and yours alone and that's why people get you know a lot of people get divorced because they come to that realization that even though they tried that the marriage thing and it did not work out it doesn't mean that their journey must stop or they must continue to be depressed by one person they decided to end that group journey or the, that joint journey and move individually. So in that respect, every bird, everybody is responsible for mm. their own happiness. But it's, always, it's also important who you marry mm. or who you are in a relationship with because taking it to the Bible, the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. I know it, use, it says, do not be unequally yoked with individuals, but we can extrapolate that to every single aspect don't be unequally yoked with someone that makes you happy don't be unequally yoked with someone that depresses you don't be unequally yoked with someone that abuses you don't be unequally yoked with someone that you don't even agree with you guys don't share your fundamentals together like you know you hear a lot of women say uh that man cheats he's a dog but he's my dog it's like but you know how can you even make such a i find it to be such a stupid comment because you're already you are reducing your happiness yeah. for the sake of this person. So it's not as simple as yes or no. Um, there's impact that needs to, you know, fundamental impact that b- being with someone has. And it's a massive consideration for anyone, especially on married people, single people or people that are in a relationship to consider how this person makes them feel, how this person 
makes them whether or not they respect them or not it's it's very important but ultimately you're responsible for your own happiness that's why people really leave toxic relationships or or are advised to leave toxic relationships because at the end of the day your happiness is paramount you can't you know put yourself down uh, or sacrifice your need to want to be with someone um, now i just need to add this caveat that it's different from compromise compromise means that there's sacrifice involved. And if you're doing that compromise right, then it should make you happy um, to say, I won't do X mm. because of my partner. I will stop sliding into people's mm. uh, DMs because of my partner. You know, that's not saying that mm. it makes me unhappy. Well, you shouldn't be doing that in the first place. Um, so there's, there's a mm. difference between that compromise and what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. Thanks a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, there's there's a point that TJ made that I w- I wanted to elaborate on. Uh, specifically, you know, he mentioned the uh, a Bible verse, you know, that relates to being unequally yoked, right? So I want to actually elaborate on that point because it's it it might be misconstrued in a lot of ways, um, based on obviously different perspective, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Based on your question, Ty, you know, uh, heavily, heavily loaded. And I feel that, you know, it's, it's as, as TJ said, I agreed. It's, it's not, uh, you know, as TJ said in his accent, it's not a binary answer. So <laughs> it's not something I'm kidding. I'm joking, but, it's, <laughs> but it's not something like it's just yes or no. And I definitely agree with TJ. Um, the thing is that. Um, a lot of times, and you know, mostly I'm elaborating, then I'll make my point is that people get into relationships and they are basically incomplete in one form of or the other. Incomplete meaning we're not when we're, we're imperfect beings and we're broken in some shape, form, or, or way, right? Now, a lot of times, and 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 this was mentioned earlier that people get into relationship and then they divorce. And my whole idea idea about that is that simply it simplifies the fact that you know they got into a relationship we can say prematurely for the wrong reasons etc cetera, etc cetera. there's all kinds of reasons because we are complex beings but i really believe that there is there is there is an important thing when uh when before we make that point at the end when when Ty, you are making the from your question meaning that are we truly trying you know are you trying to are you are you are you responsible for your partner's happiness? And I feel this. Yeah. My 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 belief is this. I'm a Christian, and I'll, I'll speak about my beliefs, and I'll say that when someone is looking for a life partner, and when you're looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with, and this is your desire, and I feel that there is a completeness that first needs to occur within you and your entire being, meaning that there is a part of yourself that needs to be completely like at peace. And, and, and I use the word peace, meaning that you're not seeking anything to make you feel or to realize your, your true purpose in life. You already know who you are. You understand your identity as a human being. You understand your journey, individual journey, where you want to be based on, um, as a Christian in my belief, based on, your purpose in life. And I feel that that completeness needs to first occur before 
you 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 can become one with someone else. You know, Tayo and TJ mentioned that, you know, in the Christian faith, you become one and you go on a journey. And the key of becoming one is that that oneness needs to come from a completeness of the individual person. Your being needs to be complete. You need to be at peace with who you are, meaning that you don't go into a relationship seeking completeness. I don't go because I'm longing for someone who's going to give me A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And that is what happens a lot of times. Human beings desire uh, what they desire, and they feel that they are owed that. That expectation, whether it's based on uh, premature uh, immaturity, for lack of a better word, if you're not really understanding what mm. you really, you know, what what exactly is what exactly is the point of being in a relationship and your journey that you're moving forward. You don't really understand that, and you go into a relationship with very immature under, uh, ideologies. And you find yourself in a point where you're miserable because you expect that the person you were in a relationship must do all these things to make you happy. So my point at the end of the day means that that completeness needs to first occur before the oneness begins. I say it, it says clearly, it's basically that in the completeness of a soul of a human being, I'm completing myself and she's completing herself. And in that completeness is where God sits over us and we become, and, and, we, and, and it encompasses us as a couple. And that is where we can say that we are one. Now, moving forward to the question you said, am I responsible for my partner's happiness? Now, you know, I liked how TJ said it's, it's not a straight answer. And I, I think Ken mentioned this earlier in, in, in his statement. Um, and I feel every relationship comes as it's an act of love and it's an act of sacrifice and service. And we, we, we've we read a lot of great books. For example, it says uh, uh, books about love languages and different people express love differently to each other. But it all comes from that selfless love, that agape love that says that irrespective of what I am, who I am, how I'm feeling, I will put you first. And in everything that I do in a relationship, I will always consider that there's someone else that I'm responsible for in terms of their peace. And, and that perspective basically is very tough to a lot of people because we're selfish. We're selfishly um, inclined and we always feel that someone is owed. And, you know, hence why there's mm. a lot of things that happen in relationships that there's, there's givers and there's takers. And that's the unfortunate part of life whereby someone is giving a lot. And, and TJ mentioned this earlier that, for example, being in a relationship with a narcissist, a narcissist is all about self. Irrespective of what the other party does, you're always going to be in a toxic relationship because it's always going to be about the other person. Even when they insult you and call you fat, the narcissist will say that, no, I'm doing you a favor by revealing your imperfections. So please understand that I just blessed you by calling you fat. And that's how deep it goes. But that's another topic. But my whole point is to say, yeah, my whole point is to say that it all comes down to selflessness. An example is that um, you go out, uh, there was a time whereby um, I had, I had a, study, uh, a study session with, with Sam and we were about to prepare for you know, some, big, some big examinations that what she was writing and I was writing. So we decided to study together. And basically, I knew that um, she would be hungry for the day. 
I said, okay, you know what? Um, I, I probably, and I knew, okay, she's gonna, she's gonna be hungry. Let me go get something. So I went to the shop, got something for her because yeah, cool. And I came, I came back and basically when I got home, she had like a whole meal was prepared and it was so sweet to see that we were both thinking of one another and the fact that she thought of me and the fact that I thought of her and when 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 that realization comes forth it's 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 one of those things that you realize yes you're not responsible for my happiness per se if we can say that but i i will i am selfless in this we are one in this and when we're moving forward together i will i will always consider you in my thoughts and in in my actions and i will be very intentional about it and that's my point just be intentional about that selflessness and it comes with a renewing of your mind to always remind yourself that hey you know what all my actions as tj aptly put impact someone else directly and i need to realize that and act accordingly all the time like uh, within my capacity and as a human being and basically that's my point yeah ma'am what what you just said is quite deep and you know i think this is one of those conversations that you know without a time limit we could possibly go on and discuss for mm. for hours on end mm. um you know but for the sake of time and the fact that you know most of us need to jump off this call soon i'd just like to hear any concluding remarks from from ken and andrew about you know the question that was just asked or anything else that was discussed throughout today just one thing so I think it's important to point out right, that, um, like we were saying earlier, right, mistakes do happen, fights do happen. And I do agree with TJ that there's, there's no ways in any relationship that you can live without a fight. Fights. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so people should stop lying to themselves. That's just the one part. But the other part is that this, whatever we're talking about here, these are ideals for which you should strive for. Right. Not, not, yeah, it doesn't mean that this is what happens. At least in my in my in my yeah. case, not like hundred percent. You're covering all of this, right? It's like every day is yeah. a learning is a learning um, kind of yeah. curve. Learning experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, just just to put it out there, I'm not saying like we're just preaching, like this. This is us. This is perfectness. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, spot yeah, on. Yeah. Answer. Um Andrew. Yeah. Um yeah, I think also from my side, the well the only thing that I wanted to point out was um the the word responsible um I think is where and I think you asked that on purpose, Ty. Um because I don't think I don't think you you're responsible for your partner's happiness, right? Um, but I think you should be yeah. honored to partake in the journey of your partner's happiness. And that's the point I think Gideon is trying to bring about, which is if your source, and that's why like, you need to have, like, at least uh, from a Christian perspective, your source of happiness has to be beyond your partner. You have to draw from an infinite source of happiness, right? Which is why... You, you 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 need to lead a life of prayer and you have to have a close relationship with God because human beings will disappoint you. The woman you love, in, you know, um, uncontrollably and unconditionally 
will disappoint you, right? But if you're drawing happiness from that individual solely, right, you are bound to be disappointed and you're bound to be hurt and you're bound to be in a situation where you feel like, you know, um, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know why I'm here. So, so I don't think you sh- should be responsible, but I think if you draw your happiness primarily from, from God, then you, it is an honor to be able to support your partner, um, you know, and, 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 and partake in their journey of happiness, right? You would, you would want to do it is the point I'm trying to make. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's where I agree yeah. with, with TJ in a sense that I think it's more a personality thing. So I'll speak from my perspective, right? Like I'm a guy that like, like I used to be, like I used to be, I'm obsessed, not say I used to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with protecting my wife. Right. And like making, creating a kind of fantasy world for her. Right. Um, I'm, I'm obsessed with doing that. Right. But in the same breath, <laughs> marriage has taught me that like, it, it, it shouldn't be, it should be less about me and more about my ability to support her in finding what she wants out of life. Right. So as opposed to me saying, okay, this is my version of what happiness looks like for the Anwu household. It's more of a, what do you want out of life and how can I help you achieve it? Or how can I support you achieving? And, and, and it's on both sides. Right. So, but that's my, but that's my weakness. Right. And from her perspective, it's the same thing. She's also like, and I think women naturally do this. They always just cleave onto the direction of the, of where the man wants to take the family. But I think it's a, the onus is on the man to make sure that his wife um, and his wife's happiness is something that he is supporting and constantly asking her for, not just for her happiness, but sometimes for the happiness of the family, of of the husband and the kids. And, and you know, it, it's not always the male vision that is the best or the most ideal. So it's always important to, to once again, communicate, but to support the other person, you know, your other partner, and, and find out what they want out of life. Uh, because what you might realize is that their version of happiness is what you've been longing for all along. So, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, you were right about mm-hmm. about me using the word responsible and in, intentionally because, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, I think I didn't paint the complete context in relation to this movie. Um, but basically, you know, Malcolm is a film director and. Marie, who's playing his girlfriend, is actually an aspiring actress. So going back to um, that first point that we made in the beginning about expectations um, and then ending with this this last um, segment on the responsibility, you know, I feel that one of the reasons why, or rather it was it was clearly evidence in the movie that one of the reasons why she was quite upset is that she probably had you know expectations that with her being an aspiring actress being in a relationship with a film director would automatically lead to her being casted in a movie especially if the movie is 
his own movie that he's making about her life, you know. And I think the fact that that wasn't fulfilled was one of the reasons why she had, you know, massive grievances against him and, you know, constantly blamed him for stuff. But I think to your guys' point, you know, we need to enter relationships with managed expectations, with the knowledge that our partner will be there to help us and support us, you know, in aspiring towards our dreams and, and, and reaching our goals and, and our um, aspirations in life, but they're not necessarily responsible for that. That responsibility at the end of the day is an onus that is on us. And, you know, we just need to draw strength and inspiration and support from our partner, but we can't come into this relationship or marriage with the expectation that because I'm with this person, everything is going to work out. But like I said, guys, you know, this has been an awesome conversation. It's a conversation that we could probably have for another three hours. But I think to cut it short right here, I just want to say thank you guys once again for for all your wisdom and, you know, all your knowledge and for blessing us tonight. Um, I'm really grateful. And I'm sure I'll see you guys Thanks, soon bro. in the uh, next bro. episode. <laughs>so unfortunately that's all we have time for today folks thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the brotherly gist if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe leave a comment in the comment section below give the podcast a good rating and share it with your friends on social media join me next time for another exciting topic and discussion but until then take care and god bless